If you guys don't know what it is to worship, I just encourage you to just seek God. Let him do a work in you. And if you see other people who are worshiping, you know, maybe you just follow suit and just tap into the presence because God is ever present. So God, we just come before you, Lord, and I just ask you to just fill this place with your presence, God. We love you, Jesus. We hold you. You are highly exalted, Lord. The angels fly around his throne and they say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, the one who was, the one who is, and the one who is yet to come. So God, we just give you this time. Oh God, we love you, Jesus, in your heavenly name, amen. Blessed be your name, land that is plentiful, streams of abundance flow. Blessed be your name, and blessed be your name, the road marked with suffering, though there's pain in the offering. Whoa, blessed be your name. Every blessing you pour out, I'll turn back to praise. When the darkness closes in, Lord, still I will say, Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your glorious name. And we're going to go back to the top of that. Blessed be your name, land that is plentiful, the streams of abundance flow. Blessed be your name, God. And blessed be your name, the road that's marked with suffering, though there's pain in the offering. Blessed be your name. Every blessing you pour out, I'll turn back to praise. When the darkness closes in, lower, still I will say, Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your glorious name. You give Pour out, I'll turn back to praise. When the darkness closes in, Lord, still I will say, Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name, Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your glorious name. Father God, we just want to come before you. 
Lord God, it's not about us, it's about you, God. And I just pray for every person who doesn't understand what's going on, God, that you would just fill them with your presence, God, that you would fill every heart and every mind, Lord. Because we want to come into your holy place, God. We want to come to you, God. past the outer court into the holy place past the brazen altar lord i want to see your face pass me by the crowds of people and the priests who sing your praise i hunger and thirst for your righteousness but it's only found Take me in to the holy of holies. Take me in by the blood of the Lamb. Take me in to the holy of holies. Take the cold, touch my lips, here I am. God, we come before you, God. Take us past those outer courts, Lord. Take me past those outer courts into the holy place. Past the brazen altar, Lord, I want to see your face. Pass me by the crowds of people. And the priests who sing your praise. I hunger and thirst for your righteousness, but it's only found in one place. Take me in to the holy of holies. Take me in by the blood of the Lamb. Take me in to the holy. Touch my lips, here I am. Sometimes where you are is a battlefield. Sometimes it's desperate times call for desperate measures. And sometimes we have to fight to get into the presence of God because everything is coming against us to keep us from his presence, to keep us from doing what he wants us to do. But we have to fight for it. And sometimes we got to get loud, we got to get obnoxious, but I want you guys to take it seriously. Because we got to go past those outer courts, we got to go into the holy of holy places. But you have to decide, is it worth fighting for? Is, is God worth fighting for? Is your time with him worth fighting for? Because I can promise you, it is. Past the outer courts into the holy place. Past the brazen altar, Lord, I want to see your face. Pass me by the crowds of people and 
them praise to sing your praise. I hunger and thirst for your righteousness, but it's only found in one place. Me in to the holy of holies. Take me in by the blood of the Lamb. Take me in to the holy of holies. Take the cold, touch my lips, here I am. Take the cold, touch my lips, here I am. to the holy place past the brazen altar lord i want to see your face speak by the crowds of people and the priests who sing your praise i hunger and thirst for your righteousness but it's only found in one place take me in to the holy heart. Yes, Father God. Jesus, we thank you, Lord, that you have taken us beyond the curtain, Lord. You have taken us into the holy of holies by your blood, God. And we thank you for that, Lord. And, you know, sometimes we can sit here and we wonder what is the holy place? What is, what is this place that, that God wants to take us to? And sometimes it's hard to understand that if you never read the Bible, the Old Testament, and what it meant to actually sacrifice animals and Jesus' ultimate sacrifice, as they call them in the New Testament, the sacrificial lamb. But basically what it's saying, it took a death of an animal, or in our case, the death of Jesus Christ, in order to get us into the presence of the most holy God, into the presence of God the Father. It took someone to die in order to enter into that area. It took someone to die in order for us to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's what we're singing about tonight. And if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, I would ask that you would just search your heart and just simply say, Jesus Come into my life and take me into that holy place that you would change me and that I could live for you. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, God Almighty, for the holy of holies, God. We thank you, Jesus, for, for dying in our place, for being the sacrificial lamb so that we can have life everlasting in your presence, O oh Father. I pray, God, that you would be with us continually, God. God, that you would wash us with your blood, Lord God of all sin, God, and that we would walk with you blameless in your sight, God. 
Have your way in our lives. Have your way tonight with the word, the fellowship, God. May your will be done, Lord. Touch hearts and change lives in Jesus' name. Amen. At this time, we're going to break out into our breakout groups. On this side, we're going to have Righteously Redeemed. On this side, we're going to have the ambassadors. And I believe the um, the resistance, you guys going to meet over there? And their meet, the resistance are going to be meeting by the, uh, the, the booth, the media booth over there. God bless you guys. Have some
it the activists everyone else needs to stop it i'm sorry not sorry but we rock the hardest independent no post on my brother we got this lord on our side to his family adopted my dog on the black and still playing with choppers that block that clear up your block up like voila i told them we party no guns in the building even the weapon we came here to kill it dig it first big cold ice frigid live it what i tell all y'all listening all y'all listening live it what i tell all y'all listening all y'all listening so the cops shut the cops Five minutes left, guys. Five minutes left. Two minutes left, guys. Two minutes left.
60 seconds, guys. 60 seconds. If you guys haven't done your chant yet, now's the time to do your chant. That was it, guys. That was the next level right there. Though nobody was actually chanting it, except like Adam and like Ulysses. All right, guys, come on, come up with your chance right now, and then we're gonna go break out, uh, break back in. So do your chance, guys, right now. Uh, let's get back to our seats and kick off this Elevate session. Alright, let's try to uh let's try to get it together. Let's get it together. All right, can we get everybody to fit in the first four rows? We're going to leave the back row alone. We need everybody to fill up their first four rows. There should be nobody in the back row unless you are missing a foot or if you're crippled or if you're limping like Brian. All right? If you're not going through what Brian's going through, you should not be in the back. Alrighty, man. And he's in the front, right? Praise God for that, man. And we got a brother. Give it up for the brother with a skateboard. Coming to Elevate. That's by all means necessary right there, man. This is Elevate. We meet here every Friday at uh, the same time, 7 o'clock. And uh, how many excited to be here tonight? All right, when I say Elevate, you guys say what? All right, Elevate. Uh, it's a lot of us in here, man. I think we can do a lot better than that, right? Elevate! 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 That's what I'm talking about. I got goosebumps. I ain't even a lie, dude. I got goosebumps. All right, this is Elevate, man, and this is how we roll. Um, if you are here tonight, you are in the right place. I believe it's a divine appointment here today. And as you guys see, on top of the board, we have prizes. Man, how many like prizes? Three people. Four people, five people like prizes. All right, so we have a bronze, one visitor, which is like you bring a visitor one night, you get candy for both, right? I like candy. How many like candy? How many visitors do we have today? Did everybody get their candy that brought a visitor? 
and or did a visitor bring the candy? How about the skateboard brother right here? This is your first time here? So he needs, we, we, right? We got a guy right here, the skateboard guy. Let's get him some candy. And then a silver, five visitors in one night. We got some more candy over here. Five visitors, one night, you get a $50 gift card. How many like money? Money, that's what I'm talking about, man. And then we got the gold, 10 visitors a month. We have a pizza party. How many love pizza? Right, we got about, about eight people that love pizza. I love pizza, I ate pizza before I got here. It was awesome, man. Then we have the platinum, most visitors, guy or guy and a girl. If you bring more visitors up to the, the, next, uh, the next event, you get a free scholarship, which our next event is IHOP, and that's $200 a person. How many know $200 is a lot of money, right? How about going there for free, though? That's even better, right? Start bringing some people up to that time, and you will get a scholarship. Here at Metro Praise Elevate, we have a vision, and it's loving God and loving people, man. How many love to be loved? Right? We have people that don't love to be loved. If you need a hug after the service, we will give you a hug. But we want to love God and loving people. That's how we keep all the commandments in one by the help of the Spirit, right? Then we have a vision is connect, mentor, and send. We connect you to Jesus Christ, right? How many love Jesus Christ? Can I get a whoop? Right? I love Jesus Christ. We connect you to Jesus Christ. From there, we mentor you in the one-on-one -on -one and uh, basically tell you about Jesus Christ, your relationship with him. And then once you're strengthened, as the Bible says, when you are strengthened, go back and strengthen your brother. We send you out to go do the same thing that somebody did with you. All right? How many in the one-on-one? We got a lot of one-on-oneers. That's what I'm talking about, man. How many in the two-on-one? That's how we do that, man. Let's go back to how many in the one-on-one? All right, there we go. And we got a new thing going on with Elevate. I'm personally excited about this. Righteously Redeemed Life Group begins this Tuesday. Can I get a what? Righteously Redeemed. We're trying to go to the next level. Then we got the Resistance and Ambassadors. They're also meeting on Tuesday. Give it up for them. Oh, Thursday. I'm sorry. Thursday. First and every Thursday. Of, uh, of every month at 6 p.m. We're going to be kicking this off. And it basically, this is just to jump on the shuttle and go to the moon with Jesus. All right? And if I can get the next slide. Infusion night. How many know about infusion night? This is about to go down. Man, how many love to worship Jesus? Let me ask that, right? With a shot. Somebody say amen if you like to worship Jesus. Right? Infusion night is exactly that. We are going to worship Jesus. Jesus like we haven't worshipped Jesus all year long. This is going to be kicking off September 26th at 7 p.m. right here in this sanctuary. If you want to worship Jesus and you want other people to come to see how worshiping Jesus looks like, bring them to a fusion night, man, and let Jesus rock their world, all right? And now we're going on to tithes and offerings, and we all can stand up. And a tithe is 10% of your income. An offering is whatever you offer to God after your tithe. Right? And we got some numbers here. We got some uh, a new thing going on here. All right. I'm going to look this way, man, because I'm not. Okay, I can read this better here, right? If Bob made $100 from shoveling, right, $50 from lining up his cousin's beard, and 300 This is entrepreneurship, guys. And $354 for male modeling. How many models in the house? There you go, man. We're going to pray for you. How much is his total income? Uh, $104. Thank you. 
$504, that's you, yes. Give it up for our brother, the mathematician. Come on, somebody. All right, man, and then we're going to say this uh, this prayer. If you guys can repeat after me, is oh, 10%, what? 10%, Forgive me, man. Pray for me, guys. Pray for me. I'm speedballing today. All right, so Acts 20, 35. Remembering the words the Lord Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you and praise you, God. Uh, for all the finances and blessings you have given us, Lord God, we pray now that you will bless this offering, bless these tithes, Father God, continue to give the increase in the home and out the home, God. I pray that you would give the youth vision, Father God, for entrepreneurship, Lord God, vision, Lord God, to go forward, Lord God, and find ways to, to uh, exalt your name and your kingdom, Father God, through business, God. Have your way, Lord God. Be exalted. In Jesus' name, amen. And come up and bring your offering. Y'all ready for me to flow? I'm about to flow in this. I'm about to flow in this place. Now I'm just playing. I am not flowing. God have mercy. I'm not flowing. But I do want to introduce, man, it's going to be a battle right now. How many like battles? Come on, somebody. So we got a battle going on tonight in Elevate and only in Elevate. We got my main man, Julian, S-U-M, student, first year, baby. And he's going to be going up against my other main man, Yuli, who's about to start. SUM this November, and my brother from another mother with the same father, Adam, is about to kick this bad boy off, man. How you? Who want to go first? Adam, they putting you on blast, man. Here you go. Do they? Do they have a time limit? Is there a time limit? One minute. All right. Here's the here's the rules, man. Here's the rules. You got 60 seconds to drop it like it's hot. All right? If they're not doing good, then somebody come and pull them off stage. Or how's that? Okay. So we're not going there, right? But you got 60 seconds to do your thing. After that, you work it out. No touching, no fighting. Keep it Jesus. Keep it holy. God have you with. I'm not going first. Hey, you going first? Who's going first? All right, yo. I'll go first for y'all. Uh, yeah, come on, Lawrence. All right. All right, listen up, yo. I used to be a sinner, but not no more, man, I'm a soul winner. Yo, I'm stomping on the devil, I will not stumble, but man, I'll surely make him tumble down the hill, back to the devil's pit. Yo, listen up real quick, I'm gonna spit it lyrical. Man, give me the deal, it's a miracle. Y'all steady looking at me, what's he talking about? I'm preaching the word of the gospel in these lyrics. Man, it's sickly, really. Okay, yo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I used to live in the struggle. Man, every day golden. <laughs> All right, brother. God bless you, man. We're going to pray for you, brother. That is 60 seconds right there. All right, who's going next? Who's going next? Come on, Jew. Yeah. All right, here we go. 
Look, I said we go in, we always win. We praise Jesus with no sin. I don't care what you say to me. I love him with my mind, heart, soul. Never stop now, cause you know I gotta go. Gotta keep running, cause I got, oh no. Whoa, stop there, gotta slow down, cause you know I get it on and I praise the crown. But I praise the king, really mean. Can't stop now, cause you know it's so clean. Every time I rhyme, you know what that is so mean. Ah. I ain't no rapper though, so don't be like taking me seriously though. Alright? Okay. Yo, 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 yo. I'm about to kill it for the Holy Spirit. I'm in it. I'm never ending this, cause I'm spitting it. Yeah, I'm like a spinning top, going off the top all day, cause I'm hot. Yeah, I spit playing literally. I'm like spiritually insane. I break chains all day, guys. I hope you paid your tithes and offerings today, brother. You're trying to break mics, man. Give it up for the uh, for the rappers in the house, Julian, Yuli, and Adam. I don't know if there's a. Are we doing a winner? We're not doing a winner, right? All right, that was just for entertainment. Praise God, man. You love Jesus. Can you please make some noise up in this place? Man, that was that was too hardcore at him, man. I, his flow is too hard, man. It's too hot for you guys. All right, guys, uh, we're going to now listen to the word. Amen? We're going to listen to the word. Is anybody here awake in this place? If you're awake, can you please make some noise? Y'all acting like, oh, man, nah, I'm not awake today, man. It's too, I've been in school. It's all, like, rainy and cold outside, man. Oh, it's too, I'm not going to wake up right now. No nah, man, all right. We're gonna we're gonna be involved in this service. We're gonna, you know, when we say when we believe something, when the preacher says it, we say amen. You know, if it hurts, if you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he said that. That that speaks to my heart. You say, oh my. You know, if you're feeling really good, you can stand up out of nowhere. You can be like, yes, pastor, yes, pastor. You tell them, you tell them. You can do that, all right. If somebody does that, no, I don't think we're that kind of youth group just yet, all right. So just don't do that. But um, let's uh, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you right now for this time. We just thank you that you're in this place and that you're moving, that you're alive, that you're active, that you're not dead, that you're not just some, some God that doesn't care and that's away from his creation, but that you are active in this place, God, that you speak to the hearts of every single one in here. And so I pray right now, Lord, that as we continue on in this sermon series, God, that they would just get to know you, be passionate about you, uh, just go closer and closer with you, God, because that is that is the most amazing thing that they can do in this life, Lord. So I pray right now in Jesus' name that they would just do that, God, that they would open up the new door into their lives of, and have you just invade that, God, that you would be so prominent, so amazing in their lives, God, that they would speak it to their to their high schools and that they would just talk to everybody they know and say my god is amazing you have to hear about him they would bring people to elevate and they'll be excited god let that be so in jesus name and everybody said anybody know what amen mean it means so be it 
So if you have the faith, you're saying, man, I want that, man, you can say, so be it. It's not giving glory to me. It's not giving glory to, to that. No, but it's actually saying in faith to God, so be it, God. So be it. Let it be so. All that stuff that he just said, I want that to happen in my life. Yes, let it be so. So be it. Amen. That's what that means. All right, guys. So we're finishing, uh, not finishing off. We're actually, we're continuing in this sermon series called The Basics. Everybody say The Basics. All right, man. And. Uh, the first week we talked about praise and worship. Last week my beautiful wife talked about the Bible. Anybody learn anything from the Bible? Ooh, so yeah, exactly, man. So she talked about the Bible to keep, to, to keep the word of God in our hearts, to hide it in our hearts so that when we get into situations, that word of God starts to bubble up inside of us and remember that what God has said for us not to. And today we're going to be talking about renewed minds. Everybody say renewed minds. You guys are kind of like slutter stepping. Come on, I want to I see you guys get into this, all right? So let's do it again. Everybody say renewed. Nah, I don't know, I don't know. Are, are we ready for this? Are we ready for this, Julian? Oh, are you saying I'm ready for it? I'm ready. I was born ready, baby. I, I don't know. Should we give him the chance again, Julian? One more? All right, all right. We're going to start off from the top, okay? When I say renewed, you're going to say it, right? Renewed. Woo, minds. That's all. Come on. That's good. That's what I'm talking about. We're awake now in this place. Come on. You're not like a 35-year-old man who has a back problem and all stuff. You're like, oh, man, I just got to go to Elevate today, you know? No, man, you're all young. You're all like youthful. You're excited and all stuff. Let's make that place. Let's make Elevate that place, right? When we elevate to a new level, are excited. We're bringing our enthusiasm. We're saying, man, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be in the house of the Lord. That's what this place is. So uh, if you have your Bible, you can turn to Titus chapter 1, verse 15. And we actually, when we hand out notes, uh, you know, we have some of the questions there and all that. Uh, if you have, if you don't have a pen on you and you want to write on the notes, you can raise your hand right now. We'll get these guys to start passing around some of the, the notes and all that. I mean, some of the pens. Anybody want want to pass pens out? That's the question. Thank you, thank you, man. You pass the pens out. Nice to us. All right, guys. So renewed minds. You might be asking yourself, what does this mean today? Why is this a basic in in Christianity? Why is it important for me to know? Well, first of all, I want to let everybody know in this place that we all kind of live our life based off of two things. We all have a mind and we all have a heart. I mean, unless you're some kind of like alien that doesn't have a mind and you just kind of like a robot and all stuff. Everybody here has a mind and has a heart. What does the mind do? It thinks. What does the heart do? It feels. So everybody in this place naturally just kind of goes along in their life by what they think and what they feel. Pretty simple, right? Now I'm gonna say something, and this is not like a, you know, like a, an official stat, but this is just something from my personal experience. Most teenagers believe, or not believe, but they do about 70% feeling and about 30% thinking. Now, I'm not saying that to be bogus and all stuff. I'm saying, yeah, you can be smart. You can be doing, you know, like, you can be in IB. You can be in AP. You can be in double honors. You can be in teacher's pet, whatever you want to be, okay? It's not up to me. I'm just letting you know. You can be that. You can be a smart person. But most of the time, how you live your life, you just kind of go along with what feels good. And as opposed to that, we have adults. And adults, most of the time, they have to do what? They have to think before they do things. They have a lot of more responsibilities under play. And so they do about 70% of thinking and 30% of feeling. 
And you know that can be that can be pretty jacked up if you think about it because sometimes our parents can act really cold to us. They say, "No, you can't have that. You can't have Destiny. You cannot have the Xbox One." You're like, "No!" And then you go into your room like, "Hate you." Well, because your mom is thinking we don't have enough money, but you're just feeling it. She hates me. She doesn't. She doesn't care for my happiness and my entertainment and all that. You see what I'm saying? But you guys think. Everybody say, "I have a brain." Have a mind. You guys have a mind. You got a mind, all right? So what do we do with our mind? We think, right? We think about things. We think about how to do things. We recall things. We have memories. Am I not right? I mean, that's what we have our brain for. That's what we have our mind for. And it's not like you can pull out the mind out of the brain. It's actually it's like abstract. It's not there physically, but it's there. And that's actually part of your soul. So I want to ask you guys a question. How many thoughts a day do you think somebody thinks? And if you've been in this church before, you cannot you cannot say it because I know you guys already know. But how many thoughts a day do you think somebody thinks? Anybody want to just give a shout out, an answer? Anybody? Don't be shy. You can go ahead and say it. No, not one. If you're thinking one, you're like in a coma or something like that. You know, you're like you're just like hooked up and all that. What about you, man? What do you think, man? At least a hundred thousand, dude. That is a lot. And, uh, no, it's, 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 come on, man. It's actually 50,000. 100,000 is pretty close, but not a million. I mean, unless you're, like, one of those, like, of, like really obsessed people and you're like, oh, oh, I got to think about everything. I got to think about what's around me. I got to think about Julian looking at me right now. I got to think about this guy raising his hand on me. Oh, my gosh, I got to think. I got to think. I got to think. Then you need to calm down, stop drinking the coffee, okay, and take a chill pill. That's what you need to do. But, you know, if you, if you want to be that hyped up and all that all the time, that's up to you, man. But, all right, look, 50,000 thoughts a day. That's a lot of thoughts if you think about it. That's a lot. Like, can you even say a word every minute, every, every second? No, man, it would be tiring to your mouth. Your jaw would start hurting after a while. You'd be like, oh, my gosh. But we think 50,000 thoughts a day. On the average, sometimes we think more. Sometimes we think less. You know, sometimes we just want to be a couch potato, just put on some, some, uh, some stuff on TV and all that stuff. Like me and my wife, we just started watching. We um, actually the second season of Ink Master, and we just love it. You know, we love seeing people get tatted up and all that. You know, that's just pastor right here. That's Lonnie because Lonnie is the pastor has the tats and all that stuff, right? So that's what we do in our spare time and all that. But if you think about it also this way, most people are pretty negative about themselves and the way they look at themselves, the way they feel about themselves, and so. Think about that way now. 50,000 thoughts in a day, and if you are a pretty negative person, how many thoughts do you think are you thinking negatively about yourself? That's a lot of thoughts, right? I could say probably 30,000 thoughts negatively about yourself. Dude, if you have somebody in your life that was constantly saying to you, you're not good enough, you, you stink at this, you know, uh, you have bad breath, <laughs> you know, some random things, you can think to yourself, it would be pretty devastating. You would probably get like just really sad after a while, and that's actually what happens. Or then you have other people who are who think that they're the, like the boss, the show, and all that, and they think constantly like, "Man, I'm the stuff, man. Like you have to see me. Like I'm I'm impressing, man. Look at this. Look at this awesome um, shoes right here. <laughs> I'm not gonna point at myself. I'm gonna point at this guy's shoes. Look at my awesome shoes today. That's a lot of thoughts to think really highly of yourself, right? So we see the mind is powerful. It's a powerful thing. Titus chapter 1, verse 15 says, To the pure, all things are pure. But to those who are corrupted and do not believe, nothing is pure. In fact, both their minds and consciousness, 
consciences are corrupted. Everybody say corrupted. This scripture tells us that one, all righteous people have purity that affects everything in their life. To the pure, to the person who's righteous, to the person who's saved, everything is pure. They think of things in a, in a good way. They're not like, oh my gosh, I have to like, I have to go to work now. I have to go do this now. Everything is good. Everything is a glory to God. And so that's how they think, the person who's pure. But to those who are corrupted and do not believe, nothing is pure. Have you ever talked to somebody and they're just, they don't, they have to find the little perverse thing in everything. And even if you go to church, then that becomes like a mockery to them. So like, oh, you go to church, haha, <laughs> you're so lame and all that stuff. That becomes like not even pure to them. They don't even see it like, man, I'm going to learn about God. I'm going to, you know, get impacted by God and encounter God. Nope, it doesn't even matter to them. They just make fun of everything in their life. That's all they do. But why, does that, why is that the case? Why is it that nothing is pure to them? It says, in fact, both their minds and consciences are corrupted. Does that make sense now? Their minds are corrupted. Now, what does it mean to have a corrupted mind? Well, actually, in the Greek word for this word right here, because the Bible was written first um, in three languages, but specifically in this passage right here, this was Greek. The word here is miaino. Everybody say miaino. Look at that, man. We're learning some Greek today in this place. Now, you can go back to your home and be like, Mom, I learned Greek today. She's like, oh. What does miaino mean? Miaino means to defile and stain, is to basically dye a different color. So imagine that. Your mind, it was meant to be pure. Your mind was meant to be normal and, uh, you know, regular. But now our minds are corrupted. Our minds are defiled. They're stained. Like as if you're, like, drinking. You have a nice shirt on. Maybe some of you guys go to school. You have uniforms or whatever. Or maybe you're just wearing a nice shirt, like a nice white shirt like, uh, like Brian over there. And, like, dude, like, you're just like, drinking some random, like, you're drinking Coke or something like that, and bam, it just stains it. Oh, there it goes. Now, maybe you guys are like, Mom, you know how to do this, so please fix it and all that. You know, that's how amazing your mom is or whatever. But look, this is, this is serious here now. So our minds are stained or corrupted in when we're not pure, when we are not, uh, like, a righteous person in the eyes of God. So I bet you can see that now. A person who, who thinks that way. Have you ever, like, talked to, like, that one friend who was always just really, like, you, you just could say it. Like, man, this guy thinks weird, man. Like, this guy thinks really perverted or something. I mean, you know, like, he has to see things in all the wrong ways. Now, to the girls, I say, you should not be hanging out with anybody like that at all, okay? Because I'll find out about it. And then I'll go to your house and I'll kick the door down and I'll be like, what you doing and all that. No, I would not really do that, okay. To the guys, I'll be like, I told you so. And then I'll see you like, oh, you start crying and all that. <laughs> no, it wouldn't happen like that. Let's go to the next scripture verse, to Romans chapter 8, verse 5 through 6. You all have to pray for your, for your pastor, man, because I cannot even see that. And that's pretty big. Lord, just heal my eyes, okay? But I have it here, so I can see it. Amen? No one even cares. You see, you're all like, who cares what you, you can't see or not? Big whoop. Well, I love you, okay? And that's what matters. <laughs> all right, so Romans chapter 8, verse 5. It says, those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But to those who live in accordance with the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. 
See what the word of God is saying now? Those who, are, who live according to the flesh. What does the flesh mean? What's basically our instincts, our desires, and our body. It, yeah, it means like your actual body and what, what you feel when you like want things. It can be that nice guy that's walking by, you know, and you're like, man, I can't believe he has, he, like, he looks really good. He looks amazing and all that. It can be the girl. You're like, oh, my gosh, she's a, 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 a what's her name, man? I know you know her, all right? I know you know her. What's her name? Adriana. Ariana, Ariana Grande, okay. Big whoop, okay. You're like, oh, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Pastor, let me, let me tell you, okay. And I know her birthday, and I know her, you know, her sizes, and I know everything. Like, whoa, calm down now, buddy. I'm not saying that about you, bro. Calm down, all right? Calm down, calm down. Everybody needs to take a chill pill, you see. You have too many thoughts in your head right now. But the flesh means our instincts and the desires in our bodies. Those who live that way simply do whatever they want to do anytime they feel good. Now, why is this the case? Why is it that people who just feel whatever they want to feel, they do it? Already right here says, because the mind is governed by the flesh. What does it mean to govern, to rule? So now your flesh basically tells you what to do. How, you, know, like you don't even have to think about it too much because your flesh is telling you, I want that. So before, like, let's say that you were one of those people who, like, had their self-control. Now your flesh is starting to get a little, it wants more. It wants just a little bit. It wants to get angry. It wants to give the attitude. It wants to yell back at somebody. It wants to have sex. It wants to make out with the person and all that. You think, oh, you know, that's so funny, Ellie. I, I have control. Okay, then do it. Prove it. Be celibate for the next 10 years. <gasps> think about that. I can tell you right now a memory in my mind, man, where uh, it was jacked up. You know, I was in a relationship with somebody, and I knew that I shouldn't do what I was about to do. You ever had any of those kind of moments? You're like, I shouldn't do this right now. This is the moment where I can stop. And then in my mind, I was like, I don't care. Okay, whatever. Whoop, and I just fell into the sin. Why? Why does that happen? Why is it that if your mind is saying, no, you shouldn't do it, now your body's saying, it doesn't matter, just stop thinking already, whatever. Why? Because your mind is governed, it is ruled by, it is your flesh masters over your mind. It says whatever you want to do, just do it. It feels good. You might think to yourself, nah, man, this is not real, man, this, this is... I'm pretty sure I can stop myself. I know that I can stop myself. Okay, then, for sure. I mean, I mean, you you do that. You be you. I'll be me, whatever. No, man, seriously, listen to this. That's what happens. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure if I, if I asked you guys, if you raise your hand, if, every, if something like that has ever happened to you, I'm pretty sure almost all the hands in this place would go up. Somebody's telling you something, and then you think to yourself, this person doesn't have the right to talk to me that way, but I shouldn't yell at them. It doesn't matter. Bam, you just start yelling at them. Well, you know what? You have a buck tooth. You know what? You have a crooked eye. You a lazy eye, man, all right? You smell like Cheetos when you come home, when you, when you come. <laughs> and then it gets, like, real, and then you're like, well, I'm going to take off my wig. I'm going to take off my, my, my broken leg and all stuff, and I'm going to do that. I'm going to start fighting now. Dude, man, Seriously. 100% serious, bro. That's how it happens. It just, it can be the little thing that you hear, but you don't want to do it. That's your mind. Your mind sometimes says, I, I, I don't, I don't want to do that. But bam, your flesh governs it. 
So you see what I'm saying now. So your, our minds are corrupted and our flesh governs our mind. What are we to do? We need to have renewed minds. And those here who have been saved, who have said, I want Jesus Christ in my life. I want to be a child of God. You have been transformed. You have been changed from the inside out. And though it may not seem like it right now, like I have the same body. I look the same way. I look like I'm Hispanic. I don't look like now I'm like Chinese now. I was thinking God was going to do that. No, it doesn't work that way. Simple. It's inside. On the inside, the Bible says that we were dead in our transgressions. But what happens is that because of Christ, because of his great love, he died for us. He gives us a new life. When he died on the cross, basically, we said, I'm done, with, I'm done with my life as well. I will die to myself, to my sins, to my way. And I will receive the Lord, Jesus Christ, as Lord in my life. And so what happens then? The Bible says that we have a new spirit inside of us. It regenerates inside of us a new spirit, a new spirit, a new creation, as the Bible says. And so now, with that new creation, what do you expect your mind to be like now? If your mind is not a physical thing in your body, but it's, it's actually a spiritual thing, it's something attached to your soul, what do you think is going to happen to your mind when you get born again? It's supposed to get renewed. It's supposed to get refreshed. So you see right here in this scripture verse, it says, you know, those who live by the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires, but those who live in accordance with the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires, the spirit of God. Now look, the mind governed by the flesh is death. Everybody say death. Sin leads to death. The Bible says, for the wages of sin is death. What you get paid when you do your sin is death, either now or in when you meet God face to face. But the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. Everybody say life. I say peace. If you want that, and I mean, I'm being serious right now. I mean, outside of your friend sitting next to you and all stuff, and you like giggling around and all that, do not lie to yourself right now. If you do not have this mind where you feel life and peace at every moment, man, dude, you are just doing yourself a disfavor right now by not taking this seriously. This is what it's for. This is what service is for. This is what I'm here to preach for, for you to learn this, for you to this, and to actually be changed by this. Hello, hello. Man, my flow too raw. <laughs> Thank you, man. I think I got it. I don't worry about it, guys. Don't worry. About it. I'll just hold it really secure now. You guys are too hardcore, man. You see, that's why we're not gonna let you do that again. I'm playing now. We're gonna do that more. What was I saying now? Come on. Who who knows what I was saying? Hey, bro. Joe, come on. You know what I was saying, right? <laughs> yeah, just uh, renewing the reminds and stuff. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good answer. Yeah, our minds are f full of, of death, basically. Wages of sin is death. But life and peace. Do you want life and peace in your mind? When something's going on in your home, do you want life and peace in your mind? Where you feel okay, when you feel I'm secure here. I don't have to worry about any storm that's coming on in my life. I don't need to worry about if, you know, let's, say, let's keep it real and personal. Like if my dad comes back, if my dad doesn't ever want to talk to me again, if, if I get in a relationship and they hate me, if, I'm, you know, if I act a certain way around friends and they don't want to be around me, if I just want to do things in my flesh and it just feels good. Do you want life in your mind? 
I'm not talking about being brainwashed and saying, well, now we're going to put, like, the, the hypnosis thing, you know, back here. And, like, we all now are getting new minds and we're going to tell you what to do and how to do it. No, look, dude, it's simple. We all know what, we're talk- what I'm talking about right now. Sin does this to us. We cannot have our, our mentality, like, it, it's, like, n- it's not changed. Now, I'm going to tell you how I know that some of you guys' minds are not changed yet. You ready for this? You ready for this? Y'all like, nah, I ain't ready for this. Some of you guys on Facebook, dude, you all are way too thirsty, man. You all way too thirsty, and you think it's like it don't it, like it doesn't matter and all stuff. You're like, you're like, no, I don't, I don't say anything. I'm not like you know like haunting girls and all stuff on on Facebook. No, like like my status for like a post and all that good night post or like truth is like I'm gonna tell you the truth right now because I haven't been really truthful with you at all. I've been like lying to you this whole entire time. It's like, dude, like, uh, do you see me, like, doing that? Do you see, like, my, like, anybody who's, like, you see, like, Tony doing that on Facebook. He's all like, like my status, guys, please. I want to let you know. Like, uh, please, like, uh, rate me now. Please rate me. Like, what do you think? Am I, am I like, a 10 or, like, am I a 9? You know, because when I was in eighth grade, I definitely was a 10 and all that. But now, dude, like, you know, like, it's kind of hard in high school. So I kind of let it go I'm a little bit, you know. I'm a little bit of a, well, four now. But okay, you know. <laughs> Dude, you man, you think about that. What are you thinking when you do that? It's because you want more attention because you feel like I don't have that peace with God yet. Your mind is questioning, it's doubting. Does anybody love me? Does anybody want? Does anybody even care that I'm here? Bro, man, let me just tell you right now. Yes, God cares about you. God loves you everywhere you are in the time when you're on your po- and you're on your phone and you're like, "Can you I'm about to text this right now. I'm about to put a funny meme so some people can like like my status. I'm going to take a really provocative picture right now because I need to get all the wrong attention from all the guys that I think are going to be good, but they're really not going to be good." Can I ask you a question, please? Do you really think that you're going to get the man of your dreams with or <laughs> do you really think that? Like, like the guy is going to come up to you and be like, I saw your, fo- your photo on Facebook, and I just want to let you know when I saw it, I want nothing but good intentions with you. I want to honor you and, pure and just have purity with you. And it was nothing to do with your photo, okay? It's nothing like that at all. Come on, bro, man. Come on, girl. Are you are we being serious here? Are we being serious? That's what's going on. We're all too thirsty up in this place, all right? We need to chill out. We need to be happy with God. God is more than enough. The Bible says, as a deer pants for water, as a deer gets thirsty, as it roams around, whatever, my soul longs for you, God. Maybe you're saying, I don't long for God yet. It's because you need to get saved, okay? Because you need to really understand that you need God in your life. That's what it is. Ain't nobody going to give you that kind of love. Ain't no man going to come and say, look, I'm going to be God to you. God is, I mean, those guys don't even know half the things about you. They don't know, like, the, t- the amount of hairs on the top of your head. That's one thing they don't know, unless they're, like, really obsessive and they're like, let me count every single one of them and all that, you know. I remember when I was with Leilani, I, like, we made that kind of joke. I was like, you think I can count all your hairs? I was like, no, I'm not even going to try it. Never mind. you good, but you ain't that good, Okay. <laughs> Like, oh, okay, because it, you know that that kind of guy is gonna be like, I just want to spend every single living moment with you, and uh, I'm okay. You don't talk to anybody, you don't do anything else, but when you're with me, you're with me. But I love you, and I, 
I really care about you as an individual person and all that. You need to slow down. Stop thinking that way. You see, our minds, man, they need to get renewed. Do they not need to get renewed? And this is a basic. Bang. You can have a brand new mind. You can have a mind that is thinking constantly in the things of the Lord and whatnot. Uh, Colossians chapter 3, verse 2 to 3 says, Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things, for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. Does the Bible say here, set your minds on, I was about to say some funny name, on Juan? Is your, set your minds on Juan. On Juan and his nice six-pack. He's got that cut right there, and that's hard to get, girls. You know, he's, it's really hard to get. Set your minds on Juan. Or set your minds on Ariana. Come on, man. You know, she she uh, she uh did the national anthem for that, that kickoff, man. I mean, she was singing pretty good, man. Set your minds on that. Think about that all the time. 50,000 thoughts, man. Ariana, Ariana, man, I love her. I'm going to marry her when I, you know, I'm going to get her saved. That's what I'm going to do because I know that I can't date anybody that's not saved, but I'm going to get her saved. See what I'm saying, man? You're like, no, nah, that ain't me. Okay, then. Well, let's see. Let, let, let me hang around you for one day. and. I'll, I'll bet you'd be like, hey, bro, man, it was awesome hanging out with you. I mean, I saw you, like, we, we went on a carousel together, and we did everything together. But I'm going to tell you, man, you thirsty, okay? You thirsty. You think about some things that are not, you don't need to be thinking about right now. What are you going to do? Like, you're 13 years old, and now you're going to get in a relationship, and it's going to last for the next few years until I get married. Then you don't need to be worrying about that right now. Mm. You're like, oh, I understand. Be pure, Ellie, but you don't tell me to not date now. Mm-mm. You don't tell me to not date. That's not going to fly in my face and all that. Man, if you were to ask me my, my personal opinion, if I think that you should even date right now, you wouldn't like my answer. I'm just letting you know. Why do I think that? Because I have a mind that's been renewed. I have a mind that's been, that's been blessed by God to have wisdom and to think of things and not just be all like, I'm just going to go with whatever I feel right now. But I actually think about things, and it makes sense. And let me, get, let me, let me tell you all, it doesn't make sense to be in relationships when you ain't going to do anything in a relationship but sin. Let's be real. You ain't going to be in a relationship because I just want real love. You're going to be like, I want I want love, but then I want everything else with it right now. And if you say, well, no, I, I'm going to try. I'll t- yeah, that's good. Try. But if, unless you're a mature disciple, it's going gonna, it's gonna to fall. It's going to fail. Set your mind on God's kingdom. That's what the Bible says. Set your minds on things above. What are things above? God's kingdom. Doing his will. Earthly things are temporary. They're things that just fade. Fade. Your life is hidden with Christ now. Everybody here, if you've received the Lord into your life, the Bible says your life is hidden in Christ. It's hidden. So when the terror comes by night, when you hear those thoughts and all that, your life now is hidden in Christ. And you think, what do I, ha- do I have to, like, do some, like, mental training? Do I have to be, like, like, deep meditation for me to actually get this? No, you don't have to do that. It's just you have to be faithful. You have to say, God, will you please give me this? Would you please renew my mind? And give me heart, uh, a new mind. Amen? Can I get uh, Leilani, actually, to come up to the, the keys and all that? If you love the Lord, can you please give him a hand clap, and we're going to stand right now? Hey, honey, I love you. 
I love my wife. I mean, I really love my wife. And I married her. I've, we've been together for almost five years now. And we've been married about almost four, four years and like a quarter now. Do I think about my wife 50,000 50, times a day? No, I don't. Okay. Do you think about me 50,000 times a day? Okay, right? Because, you know, why? why? Why is that? Because though you love me, though I love you, I'm still just a person. I'm just a man. I'm just flesh and blood. But God, man, he's worthy to be praised, man. He's infinite and um, amazing. Amen? We can stand on our feet now, everybody. You're all, like, looking at me like, what is, that was cute, you know, but. Play something happy. Play something jazzy. Get, give me a, a diminished seventh in there and all that. We're going to end off right now. And, man, this is simple. We're not, we're not doing those kind of altars right now where we say, all right, guys, we're going to get all super serious and we're just going to now, like, you know, if you want Jesus and everybody's kind of, like, in the back and all awkward about it, like, you know, if you're one of them, you know what I'm talking about right now. Altar calls are for a really serious time and whatnot, but right now I'm going to ask actually all the altar workers to come up, and we're, gonna, we're doing things differently now. How we're doing things is if you want prayer, if you want to change, if you want to be set free from that corrupted mind, then you come up to one of these altars, and everybody else can do their thing. They can be playing a game or whatever. That's cool. We're not forcing you to stay there now. We're just saying, hey, if you want it, you're going to get it. You're going to come here, and you're going to say, I want prayer. I want to receive prayer. I want to change. It's not like we're judging you either and saying, oh, man, like, this person's not here, so now we're going to talk to them about it afterwards. And all that. No, man, it's cool. I understand, man. You can do whatever you want to do, and it's not, we're not holding any bondage on you. But if this message applied to you, if this message meant anything to you, then we ask you right now, would you please come up and just receive prayer? We're, we're here right now. People like Ulysses are here right now not to, to make you feel bad about the things that are going on in your head and all that. They just simply want to, man, they want to pray for you. They want to speak God's word on your life. And it's serious, guys. I know you guys love, I mean, you guys are coming. It's faithful. It's great. But look, man, this is what we're here for. We're here for moments like this, for to see people change in this place, to see people want it and actually grow in it. Amen? I mean, if you want change in this place, if you want God in this place, then you can do it. I mean, we're, we're not holding you back. I'm not like saying, yo, Joe, man, you can't come up to this altar call right now. You know who's doing that? It's you. You're really the only one who's actually holding yourself back. You take it. You say, oh, that's so funny. You know, like this, this sermon was not that funny or whatever you do. And then you just go on your way. And then you go on into your home, and then you wonder, why is life so hard? Why is it that no one loves me? Why is it that it's, it's so, uh, you know, difficult? Bro, man, think about it. Don't just feel it now. Think about it. This is a moment that you can actually receive prayer and get changed. Ask God to come into your life and just rock you in a different way. That's what we're doing. It's called the basics. You come up to the altars because you feel God, because you say, I want to respond to the altar. I want to respond to the, the word. Or, you know, you're not like giving you all negative examples. Let's say you already know it. You got this. You're like, man, I'm, I'm good with this, dude. Like, I, I feel good. I'm, I'm an SUM. I don't need to come up now because I, I have a pretty normal mind. You know, like, I don't constantly think about, like, bad things and all that. I'm good. And that's cool, man. Like I said, we're not having condo on you. But the majority 
leave because they don't want. Because they don't want to actually change. Or because sin feels too good and it's like, I don't care what the right thing to think is. I'm okay with my flesh telling me how to do that. So we're going to pray, and then we're going to dismiss. And if you want prayer, you can come up and receive prayer from one of these uh, altar, altar workers. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for this time, Lord. We ask that you would be just magnified in this place, God. And right now, God, as I just gave that word about the altars and how important they are, God, let no one here in this place leave here and say that God wasn't trying to change. God wasn't trying to reach them. God, I just pray right now that everybody gets that right now, Lord. Enough of this stuff where no one gets it anymore. No, God, I believe it right now. I know these people here know things. They are in school. They have a brain, God. When they leave here and they don't want to respond to the altar, God, I know that what they're doing is saying, no, I do not want to live that way. I don't want God. I don't want to receive what you just preached about. I just want to live my own way and do whatever I want to do. Let that be the testimony as they go out today then, God. Let that be the thing that they hear when they're leaving and they say, I didn't want to get prayer. I didn't want to actually really respond to this word. And God, I pray that you convict them if they actually even think that way, Lord. That they would see how far they've gone, God. That they would see how far they, they are so involved into sin, God. I pray that they would awaken, that, there are, that the scales on their eyes would just fall, God. That their, the eyes in their heart would just be open, God, to the truth. That your truth would penetrate into their lives, God. And no more excuses would be there. I pray right now, God, that your word would just penetrate right now into every single one of these people's lives, God. That's enough with the games in their minds, God. It's enough of that. Lord, you are powerful, you are amazing, and you can do it in this place. I just ask you, God, that you would just be glorified here, Lord. Let this, let this youth group be a place where people come to seek after you. People come to hear the message because they want to hear the message, because they want to hear about you, because they want more of you, God. Not because they just want to uh, play around with their neighbor, God. I pray that they don't even think that way, God. But they, they come and they say, I know that I want this. I know that I need this. That's why I come week after week after week. I'm not playing around with somebody else. I'm not playing because I, I, this is what it is. Elevate is cool, whatever. But they're here because they want you, God. Because the truth is here, God. Because the truth is what's luring them to you, Lord. Because when they hear the truth, God, they know that that is the way to go, Lord. So in this place, God, I just thank you for the time that we spent here, God, and I pray that you would just have your way. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen, guys. Give the Lord a hand clap. Preacher, got to preach one more message, you know. All right, so if you guys want us to receive prayer, you can come up now. Otherwise, we'll see you guys tomorrow for our bowling.